Yes, we're going to continue to do what Myers told us to do, uh, to consider Jesus. That's what every, any good sermon would help us, help us do. And as a, an old Baptist in England said, if there is no Christ in your sermon, uh, what are you doing? Uh, so there will be plenty of Christ in this sermon um, because it talks a lot about who Jesus is. Uh, if you don't remember, we're in a sermon series in the letter to the Colossians. And so you can see it's there on the map. Uh, well, so it's there. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. It's there on the map. Um, and uh, today we'll go through chapter 2, 6, 10. And kind of the theme is uh, walk in Christ and don't be taken captive. So it's like Paul is making... He's, uh, Paul and Timothy makes these uh, remarks in the beginning and now they're like circling back to them and they use the same great arguments about who Jesus is again and we'll go through that again. And we're going to talk about being rooted, about being, uh, being built up, but abounding, by overflowing with thanksgiving. And so it's all great stuff, but let's read first together from Colossians 2, 6 through 10. Therefore, as you received Christ, Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy or empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elementary spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. And you have been filled in him, who is the head of all rule and authority. This is the word of the Lord. So uh, there was somebody who said, uh, when you come to a therefore, you should uh, look back and see what was said before, because what is the therefore, therefore? So just to recap from last time, what he said last week was he was explaining how he had struggled for, uh, for the Ephesians and for the Laodiceans. And he wanted to encourage their hearts and they were knit, knit together in love, that they had full assurance of the knowledge of the mystery of God in Christ and that all treasures of wisdom and knowledge, they were hidden in Christ. And therefore they shouldn't be led astray by arguments. And then he said, I rejoice in the firmness of your faith in Christ. And then therefore, as you have received Christ the Lord, walk in him. Rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. As you were taught, like they were taught by Epaphroditus, is his name, or Epaphras, uh, as we read there in, uh, in uh, verse 7. Um, as you were taught, and then also that, that the, the, what you were taught should be a, help you abound with thanksgiving. 
So the first part is just to make it bigger. Oh, there. That's, now it's bigger. So I got a little bit confused. I don't mind. Because <laughs> you should be walking, but you should be rooted. You can't walk and be rooted at the same time. So I was just <laughs> I was just confused about the metaphors there. Hey, you should walk, and then should be like a tree, firmly planted. Uh, that was just that was just me. Maybe you didn't. Uh, but they're trying. To, they're saying something different. You know. You, I'm getting way ahead of myself. But but first they say, okay, how should you walk? Well, you should walk how you received. How did they receive? Well, they received Epaphras' teaching. They received when he spoke. How did they receive? They received by grace through faith. So it was not their work, and it's not our work when we walk. It is by grace through faith. Because that's how we receive Jesus, and that's also how we should walk in him. Uh, what's his name? His name is Paul. He chastises the Galatians uh, uh, quite harshly when he tells them, you received, you received Christ by faith, but now you think you're supposed to work for it. Uh, and so, you know, the, so he, uh, like, why do you believe a different gospel? All sorts of things. So, so here he's, no, you've received Christ by grace through faith, so therefore, walk in him that way then understanding also then we get to the other metaphor then understanding then that you we and you we are rooted and so there's this picture of these uh, um, I'm not so good with uh, agricultural metaphors but here we go uh, at least I've heard or seen on discovery or something uh, when you look at like at pine trees, pine trees actually don't necessarily have very long roots, but they they are um, what do you call it? They are big trees, but with not very deep roots. But what the roots do is they spread out and then they entangle each other. You can check it on uh, Discovery Channel afterwards if this is true. With uh, some other other trees has like really long roots and they can reach far out to lakes and different things. But um, so what 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 Paul is saying is like you are rooted because by grace through faith you have accepted who Jesus is. This root system will keep you. It will hold you up because of what Christ has done. It, you are, you are, and you know it plays on what comes afterwards. Where you know you, um, where it says that you will not be um, swayed by any wind of doctrine. Uh, every every wind of doctrine, the the rootness does that you will not fall over. And um, and you are being built up in Christ you are established in the faith and then he points just to what Epaphras had done he taught you and so then he's also telling them these things are true and you should continue to abound in thanksgiving 
And so the, I was just reading uh, the part abounding is um, um, again a uh, metaphor from the uh, like you know if it's rained if it have, has really rained a lot and you have this big river and it flows over that's kind of like the abounding so is our hearts and minds when when we've received Christ and and, and by grace through faith we received him and we are um, able to walk in him we know we are rooted so we don't have to sway uh, then our is my heart then like a like a stream at rain rain time that's not that's bad translation like in the rain season that my heart bursts open with thanksgiving that's what we, that's what he he's encouraging the corinthians to that's a good challenge for me because because <laughs> even in this service all sorts of things went wrong somebody packed outside wanted to beat them up and then things don't work with the computer uh, but it's so easy it's so easy to have our things Thanksgiving being taken away, but that's why it's so good. Because my my and also really my and I also, come on words. My and I also really we had man. It was a holy moment. It was just him and me, and we were just testing out the songs, and the presence of God was just there. Um. So so it's uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is that. That, 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 that as we as as we as we today and every day and the rest of our lives as we have accepted who Jesus is, that we will consider him every day and we will look at Jesus and see by grace through faith I've been saved I mean, by him I've received him so I can walk in him so I am standing firm and fast despite of all those things and my faith is established in Jesus. And therefore, I can burst out with thanksgiving to God. And then I wrote a lot about all sorts of things. We're just going to skip that. Um, but just what, why would why would I be bursting out with? Or why would we be bursting out of this with this thanksgiving? Well, it's what Myers has also been talking about. Is that when we were far from God, God took us and placed us into his kingdom. And he did that through what we've been talking about so far, about, about all of what Christ has done. And that's what Epaphras taught to the Colossians, and they believed. So then when I'm not thankful, is it because I'm misunderstanding that Christ gave his life. He was resurrected. He paid my death. He took me from darkness into new life. It's going to be next week. He is rooted in me and holds me fast. Is now, is now my heart then starting to glimmer, to dimmer with this amazing part of Thanksgiving? I guess that's going to question for us and Paul kind of just states that this is actually what you should be having you should be as you were taught you should be abounding in thanksgiving then like last time 
first, first uh, about Jesus, then we get a warning, and then about Jesus. And so then he says, because you're rooted now, then, oh, then make sure that nobody takes you captives, makes you prisoners um, uh, by philosophy or empty seed according to human tradition, according to the elementary spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. So it's a, it's this. So like he said, we should be rooted. Therefore, not swayed by philosophy, uh, by emptiness, but uh, empty uh, tradition and deceit, human tradition, um, because they are not of Christ. And then Paul goes uh, back to who Christ is. He says. And it goes back to the first chapter when he when he has this beautiful picture of who Jesus is, and then he says again, he says, um, that that the full uh, for in him the fullness of deity bodily dwells. And so, some smart, even some smarter people said that this is the this is the most um, obvious uh, pressure p- uh, pushing the point part of of the whole deity, like the whole Godhead. Even the old King James uses the whole Godhead. So it's a, a really saying they're like because. Don't be swayed by don't be swayed by these empty things because in Jesus the fullness of of God dwells bodily. Like everything you need dwells bodily in Christ. Therefore you don't have to look anywhere else. And that's like when Jesus uh, not Jesus, Myos says, let's consider Jesus. Why? Well, because everything, like last week, all wisdom and knowledge is found in Jesus Christ. So why would we be looking for it somewhere else? And that's the same point Paul is trying to make here is, well, you continue to walk, you're rooted in Jesus, and firmly said, you rejoice in who God, who Jesus is, and so then make sure nobody takes you captives and and it is actually like some some translations use kidnap it's it's a it's a i think i wrote somewhere in my notes i'm lost in my notes so that that why when we have freedom in christ will we make ourselves prisoners or something else uh, why why when 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 everything of who God is dwells in Jesus, why would we be lured, lured, be lured away to go look for something else? And then he comes to this part, and I think it's gonna, it, it, it might stretch our brains, uh, or at least it uh, did stretch mine, because then he says, because you were also filled in him so the whole all of God is is in Christ and you have been filled in him so why would you go look for some other wisdom and knowledge 
when all of what God is in Jesus and you have been filled by who that God is, by the Holy Spirit. And who is Jesus? He's the head of everything, of all things, of all rule. And he's going back to, he is the image of the invisible God, the first ball of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, um, and all things were created through him and for him. It's the same thing. Through him and for him, all things is Jesus. He has authority over all things. So why would you be lured away? Why would you make yourself be captives? There's no life in that. He's encouraging them to life, not to be taken prisoners or being kidnapped by these things. Many discussions about uh, what kind of false teaching it is, but it, what I can read, the, nobody really exactly knows what it is. There's many guesses, but they don't really. That's, I don't think that's the point either. I think the point is you have Jesus and you've received who he is by grace through faith. In him holds all of what God is. And by that, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Why would you run to something else and be taken captive by that if all of who God is that has all power and authority is available for you? Then, then, like last time, we had a discussion at home, because now I think I made it. I may, I guess, I made the point now that it's way better to trust in Jesus and follow Him, and seek Him and consider Him every day, because no, we know that all power and authority is in Him. Then, then why, then why is there still maybe a temptation to go this way? When we, I guess, when we look for answers other places than in Jesus, I guess we're saying that, but we we are saying this by our actions, but maybe not with our words, especially if we're believers. That I will find a different truth, and I will trust myself, and 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 uh, I am actually a better God than you. Um, it's when we are not filled in Jesus. It's when we, when you have a view of God or of Jesus that, um, where you think God is limiting you from your freedom, you will say, "Well, I cannot trust you, so I will trust myself." Um, or God doesn't know about this issue, so I'll trust myself. Or we can be tricked, like we talked about last time. We can somebody can say something. It sounds like it's it's trustworthy, and or there's some places in the Bible where it, in this day and age it touches our sensibilities, and we're like, well, if God is like that, then I'll choose to do this. And uh, and so I think those are some of the things where we just be, have to be aware that 
Jesus has all authority and he has all power and he has by his Holy Spirit enable us to walk this way with him but when we reject who he is and what the word says we then swing over here and become our own own gods and I think that's also what Paul is trying to avoid by saying no see Jesus is this amazing don't trust that follow him be in him be rooted in him be not swayed but stand firm or walk walk firm being built up so I mean Jesus has all wisdom and knowledge that we talked about last time so therefore it doesn't make sense to look over here uh, he has uh, place meaning purpose we are to receive him by faith and walk in him being built up in Jesus because we are established in Jesus we're taught in Jesus and all that should bring thanksgiving to Jesus and Christ you know all the times is God uh, and that's, that's a whole third metaphor God is a rock or Jesus is the rock on who we build I don't know how the roots go into a rock but it doesn't matter but um, so therefore why would we go and be captives and so uh, this part of our Christian lives is a is a daily choice also we are daily to consider who Jesus is we are daily to be growing in Christ we are daily to be walking in Christ uh, there's no drifting towards sanctification uh, there's only walking with Jesus there's the choice that we walk and we receive by grace through faith we do that and submit to Jesus as he's taken us out of darkness and placed us in his kingdom of new life why then run back to the darkness and so we can by grace through faith receive and walk in Jesus daily not by own power but like the part, last part because we have been filled in him Um, we can walk in Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit we can be built up in Jesus by his power we can be established in Jesus we can be taught in Jesus and I think I forgot a point um, um, also as uh, as, as uh, um, he writes somewhere else also where you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ in the heavenly places when when we receive Jesus we receive everything it's like you remember last time about the mining metaphor it, it, but we are to mine it out it's not like we are lacking something when we receive Jesus we have everything but it's a daily relationship with him that lets us see who he is more and more and more and more that changes us so so in a sense we have everything already we've been filled with who the Holy Spirit is but it's a daily walk with him to be illuminated and have, have our minds open to see how wonderful how amazing how brilliant 
how true all of these things is that Paul says. That Jesus has all authority, that he has all power. That he can have us rooted, that we can walk with him. So I think that's an amazing thing. Like We're not lacking anything. But we are by grace through faith daily making a choice in the Holy Spirit to follow this way and to trust in Jesus and to be established in him. And remember we are taught by the Holy Spirit about who Jesus is. Oh, that was the point. (laughs) And we do that because we have been filled in who Jesus is. And also... Like, okay, so I am a sports person, so why why would you ever want to lose? I mean, if we, if Jesus has all rule and authority, well, going the other way, we will lose. So, so we are on walking with Jesus. We will be with the one who has all authority and who has promised to never leave us or forsake us. But as we get to know him more and more and more, we'll be more and more confident in who he is and we'll be more and more rooted in who he is or understand more how we're rooted in him and understand more of how we can stand stand fast. And the praise of the glory would be that river of living new life, uh, living water, in this case, abounding in thanksgiving as we get to know more and more about who Jesus is, our lives should should show and burst forth thanksgiving and praise to God as a sign of what Jesus has done in and through us. So then, as we, as we trust in Jesus by grace through faith, in his life, in his death, in his resurrection, we don't, really need, we don't need anything else. And now we're free in Christ, so don't be taken captive, but instead rejoice and thank God for who he is, that he, in his love, Christ has freed us. And actually, it's a picture of the, the living water flowing out from us to other people, like an overflowing, abounding life of living water, the water that has washed us, the water that has redeemed us, the water that has drawn us, the water that has cleansed us, and now we live by faith through that water. Through his death and his resurrection and his coming back. Amen. So God, we thank you so much for... <laughs> Lord, thank you so much for having us come together. Thank you for the testimonies of people of how you're working in each of their lives. Thank you that we can come together and we can remind one another of all the things we have to be thankful for in you. Thank you that we can have holy moments together even throughout the week as we remind each other of who you are. Thank you for how you move in and through us to see more who you are, Jesus. Lord, I ask that you would grant us day by day to really believe that we are, if we are in you, Jesus, that we don't lack anything. But that you, you are there, you're with us, you show us, you teach us through the Holy Spirit. 
Help us to have a desire to get to know you better every day. And help us help you form our hearts and my heart that this would be a river of overflowing thanksgiving that brings life to other people and brings praise to you. So Lord, I ask that you help us not to choose to be our own gods or listen to other people or being taken captive again when you have brought us out from captivity into freedom. So Lord, I pray that you would do that in and through us. Help us to be this living praise that other people would see who you are. And we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen.